Hello, today is Friday, August the 14th, and you're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by Northcore Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Jeffrey Guy. Jeff, who do we have uh, in the office with us today? Well, we have a special guest in today, Dolores. Mark Foster is here from Jock Bray Farms. Mark is a uh, decal salesman. He's also, he's taken part in our agronomy panel and our uh, customer day over the last few years. So we're bringing Mark in today to talk about local crops. So Mark, uh, welcome to our podcast and thank you for coming. Thanks for having me guys. The, uh, so this morning, Mark, you were out with uh, the big kahuna, Dwight, walking in some fields. Can you tell us what you've seen this morning? Yeah, Dwight and I had a uh, had a good uh, good tour this morning, checking out uh, a few cornfields uh, close to Vernon. And uh, I was very, very pleased with what we found uh, out in the field. Um, very good pollination. I, I've, I've been in some fields with some, some less than stellar pollination. And uh, there, there's a couple of different things at play there. I mean, you know, uh, it's, it's no secret we just went through a, a fairly severe drought. Um, and, and when it's, when, when the corn plant is, is trying to pollinate, that's the most stressful time it has, right, throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And, and you add that kind of uh, heat stress uh, to boot, it's, uh, it's tough on it. The other thing that happened, right, is we had, we had some severe heat uh, during that. And, and the sheer mechanics of getting the pollen to stick to the silks is, is very challenging in, in, uh, in that kind of heat. So uh, certainly pollination is, is an issue uh, throughout the crop. Um, you know, the other thing that just started at the beginning was, uh, was uh, you know, the, uh, the emergence. Um, you know, there's no secret that this spring was challenging to get, to get emergence uh, where we want to be. But certainly things are really looking a lot better after that rain. And... Uh, and there's still a lot of potential to say we're we're August 14th, and, and we're looking at you know nice yellow corn out there. So, so when you said about some of the early struggles with the germination, the corn definitely had, and we've <clears throat> talked a little bit about that uh, earlier on in the previous podcasts. Uh, the corn this year seems very short. I all you have to do is look out your window, and it's not as tall as every other year so so the short corn uh some reasons for that well i'm not as tall as you jeff so i i, I don't find it you know that short but <laughs> but certainly certainly you know it, it's amazing how how efficient these these genetics are right and and i mean i certainly i'm representing decal but but all companies have have great genetics and um they they are very efficient in putting up a cob and putting up a kernel putting up wheat in that in that kernel um, and they'll do that at all costs. So, so certainly in my mind, early on in the season there, you know, we, we had heat, we had, we had, you know, mild drought early and, uh, and certainly that crop, you know, was, was being told, you know, we're not putting on a bunch of excessive foliage. We need to, we need to put on a cob. That's, that's its, its job. And, and it did that. So, so what we're really seeing out there is, is an amazing cob for a very, very short plant. And uh, certainly, so you're optimistic, like about the yield then this fall, or oh, it's oh yeah, there's some great corn. There's some absolutely great corn, and uh, certainly those folks that that were patient this spring, uh, you you can see it right to this day, right? It's uh, you know, I, we're we're also milking cows at home, and I I I often you know alluded to that to the the great dairy people or or cattle people, you know, they're great because they they 
they spend a lot of time on detail mm-hmm. and and that is what ends up you know having good good quality products at the end of the day same with crop production in my mind you know these crops that that folks spent a lot of time on and and were very vigilant on a lot of different little things is going to show up for a big yield for them you know Dwight and I did some some yield counts out in Vernon there this morning and uh we we've got some we've got some pretty good uh, pretty good kernel counts. We're we're probably down in a lot of cases on kernel counts over last year, but to me the opportunity going forward is that we're the 14th of August mm-hmm. and that corn is rolling ahead and we've got sun. Sure. You know, last 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 year uh, about this time we kind of ended up in a in a cloudy trend. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't a lot of lot going on in those fields, right? And 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 that showed it in the fall. Yeah. It did. <laughs> yeah. So. so the corn's looking good. Uh, potential is a lot better than most people were thinking. A little, I believe while so. Back. Yeah. Uh, soybeans have looked uh, pretty good most of the year. Uh, what can you tell us about the soybean crop? And your tours. Yeah. So 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 for what I've seen is the uh, the short day soybeans. You know they they probably didn't have as much potential out the other side of this rain. You know they were they were pretty well set for for what they were going to do. But uh, but the 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 1.0 and up soybeans, which is a big chunk of what we grow in in this uh, this area, um, they're flowering and and they're setting pods and it, it's it's fun to watch, you know. After that rain, uh, I don't want to say I'm surprised because I, you know, I'm pretty happy that I'm ever seeing it. But but uh, certainly uh, we're we're seeing uh, seeing a lot of flowers still rolling to this day, and that's. That's great. That's that's what puts yield in soybeans, right? Is mm-hmm. rains in August, and uh, we we certainly seem to be getting them. I think it's a pretty substantial difference. Like if you did a crop tour two weeks ago before the rain, and if you go look at your bean field now, I think most people are going to be pretty happy with what they see. For sure. Yeah. We do see some nice pictures on Twitter of people with some pretty significant pod counts, even this time, and. Uh, you know, normally we look at those top pods on soybeans as the the bonus ones or the ones that make all the difference in the yield. So right now you're saying it looks pretty good for those top pods. Absolutely. In, in my mind, uh, you know, we keep getting this kind of weather and, and you know, the odd rain here or there, we're, we've got a, a heck of a potential for a, for a crop out there in the soybeans. There's also a heck of a potential for for disease right now right we got these big dews in the morning yeah. but a lot of folks are are, are have a have a very good uh, fungicide program anymore and uh and and if you're not you should be so uh something to think about for something sure. to think about if you're not but uh but certainly you know those fungicides are out there working for us and and you know it's, it just goes to show you even two weeks ago or three weeks ago when you're like this this fungicide is not going to pay it always does because we always get an opportunity uh, for for that disease to, to set in. And, and when we're we're in a market like we are today, um, we need those bushels and uh, we need to protect those flowers. So if somebody did not spray earlier, is it too late now to spray for fungicides? In, in my mind, um, it's, it's getting on the late side, yes. Um, there are some products that, that would show on label that they can provide some some benefit to, mm-hmm. to grain fill at this point but but yeah I think to, to maximize your ROI on, on on fungicides you you need to have a plan going in mm-hmm. and uh, and watch your fields and, and go from there 
Geez, with all this positive news you're telling us, Mark, uh, I think you might have to come back every week. You know, it's uh, it's good to hear positive news here about the crops and and stuff. Where you know we're going to talk about prices a little bit later. But uh, do you have any other thoughts about crops at this time, Mark? Or I just I think it's a great opportunity uh, now to be. This is my favorite time of the year to be looking at crops, especially after the rain. It's much. It's, it's a much. Lot. It's a better going in the field. You have the warm and fuzzy, right? That's right. That's right. It's a, it's a lot more fun walking fields this week than it was two weeks ago, right? Yeah. And uh, but but you know, take your shovel with you. You can you can learn a lot about what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we can't change the weather. We can't change the markets. Well, maybe Jeff can, but <laughs> anyways, I I certainly can't. And uh, it's uh, it's important for us to focus on what we can change. Mm-hmm. and in a lot of cases what we can change is is uh you know our, how our management of, of the crop right our management of the crop yeah yeah and i think that is something that you uh yourself and the fellow agronomists talk about at our customer day yeah. you know it's uh something to think about every year so anyhow mark we'd like to thank you at this time for uh taking time out of your busy schedule awesome. and uh for coming in to talk to us today yeah, it's um, greatly appreciated. We'll be sure to have you back on another time. And don't forget to pick up your parting gift on the way out there. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. <laughs> so, Jeff, uh, what happened in the markets this week? Well, the markets were pretty exciting this week. The markets Ooh. were pretty exciting. Yeah, I guess that's correct. So this week we had a uh, big USDA report. It was highly anticipated that they would increase yield projection numbers on both corn and soybeans out of the U.S. Did they? And they did. So these, uh, the corn yield came in at a a new record high projection of 181.8 bushels. That was up 3.3 bushels from the previous month. And that's going to result in a record crop production total. For the year for the U.S. Wow. And that uh, that high of yield was higher than was anticipated in the pre-report estimates. And soybeans also came in at a new record yield level of 53.3 bushels. 53.3 bushels per acre average on soybeans across the U.S. Like that's a phenomenal number. That's pretty fantastic. This is say a new record and that's up three and a half bushels from the previous month. So these projections, they're, they come in due to the strong crop ratings that we've had that comes out every Monday on the USDA crop reports. Mm-hmm. So with these new record yields, everybody, including myself, was looking for prices to go down. Yeah, I know we were sitting here in the office uh, this week looking at our uh, our price chart here and waiting for it to tank, right? Yeah, so what the market does what the market wants to do. And so that day sure the does. market was contrary to the fundamentals of the higher production and it, the market went up. But when we're looking at the market and what's happening in there, the big windstorms in Iowa and through other parts of the Midwest. Mm-hmm. I know Dolores, we've looked at, uh, saw on Twitter, some pictures of farms was, that were. It's unbelievable. Like the picture, you can't even fathom. Like I was, I was actually talking to a guy from Iowa this week and he said he went for a drive and he just, he's like, I think I said unbelievable, like 500 times during my drive. It's just you. Yeah. It's hard to fathom. That's for sure. 
So how widespread that damage has been and how that will affect the production numbers going forward, well, that's something the USDA will probably deal with next month. Probably. But the it's possible right now that the US, or not the USDA, but that the market is taking that into account as part of the reasons why prices did go higher. Right. And there's also the weather market now. Uh, the weather forecast has changed from being very favorable mm-hmm. crop growth to not too hot, but dry over the next seven to 10 days. And mm-hmm. the crops, corn and soybeans are in a very, they're in filling stages. They're using up moisture. Yep. So as it, the weather turns dry, they, the markets are responding with maybe some premium. Now, in saying that, corn has corn and soybeans have pulled back a little bit today, but uh, it's still there for the week. Corn prices are up six dollars a ton. Soybeans are up uh, a strong ten dollars a ton, hmm. and the wheat sector, all the three different wheats are up about four dollars a ton. Yeah. So the markets have rallied this week, very positive. They've rallied on fundamentals that are should say that they go the other way. Oh, we didn't say about the wheat sector, but uh, the USDA is projecting record world wheat carryouts for this marketing year, or this crop year, sorry. And so that should be negative wheat prices also, but wheat's up this week too. So all in all, it's it's a good week when prices are higher. So I'd say this was a good week in the markets. Yep. And we'll keep a close eye on them going forward and see if the fundamentals take over. And oh, one little thing to say about China. China still is purchasing a a good number of soybeans, but they're way behind on their phase one trade agreement purchase levels. Mm -hmm. And this weekend, Chinese, high level Chinese and U.S. representatives are supposed to be meeting. And we'll see if there's any fallout from that. If either China ups their purchases or... If the U.S. starts saying nice things about China, do you think President Trump could say nice things about China? I, it's it's a coin toss. You never know what President Trump is going to do. I highly doubt it right now during an election year and stuff. But uh, what he says and what he does isn't always the same. Yeah. Anyhow, those are things we'll continue to watch in the market. And uh, so I think that's really it about the markets. Oh, one last thing on the market. Sorry. the Our higher Canadian dollar is going to put some stress on local basis levels. Right. So Chicago is giving us some, but the higher dollar can take some of that gains away. Right. So things we have to watch out for. For sure. Enough about the markets. Anything new at the elevator this week, Dolores? Um, so we've been talking about our new dumping pit, and so there was some more progress made on that this week, and we're pretty excited next week we get the big crane in to put up the leg. So the small crane was here this week to put in the base of the leg, and... And next week we get the big crane. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that being that project being completed in time for uh, the beans to come in. And, yeah. I think... I think there was one other exciting thing that happened this week. Oh. Well, you might have to remind me. I don't think I can think of it right now. Oh, I think I saw a picture on Facebook of uh, Dolores when she came out of a grain bin here. So we, we <laughs> actually got uh, Dolores in... Uh, shoveling in a grain bin this week so i think that's pretty exciting news and well so uh we have great quality corn here but 
For some reason, one of the bins has given us a, a heck of a time getting the corn out of it. So our elevator operators have been doing a phenomenal job these last couple months trying to move corn out and get everything tidied up for the new crop coming in this fall. But they're looking pretty worn out. So, so uh, some of us decided that we'll go in and help them. So that's why I was in the grain bin <laughs> trying to move some corn out so that it'll be ready for next for this fall for new corn. Oh, I thought I read on Facebook that was just, it was a cheap gym membership. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, you don't have to pay the gym. You get paid for, for cleaning. So. That's right. Anyhow, that's all the uh, the big news this week at the Elevator. And uh, want to thank everybody once again for tuning in. We look forward to talking to you next week. Bye for now. Goodbye.